Finances can be complicated, but they don't have to be. I break down financial topics that may seem complex and overwhelming so you can start taking action on your financial goals. I'm Ari Talbot, and it all starts here on Personal Finance Redefined. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. Once again, I hope you've all been enjoying the process, following along. Please, as always, I love listener questions, so if you want to send those over, I'd be happy to answer them. Uh, you can DM me on Instagram at Ari Talbot, or you can also go to my website and submit a question. That's going to be at personalfinanceredefined.co. Okay, let's go ahead and get into it. So today's episode is going to be about stock options. So what are stock options? Well, stock options can be really exciting. And if your company offers them, there's a ton of great planning work that can be done and important ways to keep those options, especially from a tax perspective. How best to maximize those options, how to exercise, and when does it make most sense? For those of you who have not been offered stock options, like myself, I think you just might find them fascinating because just as I do, the way they work is really interesting. So let's get right into it. What does it mean when you're given stock options? So when you're given stock options, it means a company is awarding you compensation. Some companies would do a bonus, others do a pension, but let's say yours is doing stock options. It means that you have the right to buy X number of shares at X price. Now, let's best explain this through an example. If you go to buy Apple today, Apple stock, it's worth around $128 a share from the day of today's recording. That's the price you have to pay to receive one stock. So if you go ahead and go buy one stock of Apple, it's going to be worth $128 per share. Buying a stock means that you're buying ownership in the company. When the company performs well, you get to take a part in the profits. But that works the other way too. When the company performs poorly, you go down with it. So there's benefits to it, but there's also cons. As a reminder, bonds work the opposite way, in a sense. So if you own an Apple bond, when most people think of bonds, they think of government bonds, but there are corporate bonds too. So you don't participate in the ups and downs of the company's performance with a bond. So let's say Apple stock does well, you don't get a piece of those gains. And if it does poorly, you don't go down with it. You are simply lending money in return for interest. And then your initial lending amount, which also as a fancy word is known as the principal amount, you receive back at a specific date. So let's think of stock options like this. I'm going to give you a real world example, and then you can understand how that applies to finances. So imagine you work for the grocery store. Let's say pavilions because it's close to my house, even though it's definitely not my favorite. Trader Joe's is my go-to, but regardless. Let's say you work for pavilions, and they give you 50% off of all your groceries. That's like getting stock options for all the companies you invest in. It's not realistic, but let's just use it for the first part of the example. I have no idea if that's a thing, if you get 50% off. I imagine it's 20% off, but let's just say it's 50. So instead of a grocery bill of $100 a week, it would be $50 a week. Instead of $400 a month, it's $200 a month. That's the benefit you receive for working at pavilions, hypothetically. Now let's say you work at pavilions, but you only get a discount on apples, legit apples. And let's say you buy $50 worth of apple, $50 a week worth of apples. Fuji, of course. All other apples are subpar, and the beauty of podcasting is nobody can argue with me on that. But submit a question if you think there's a better apple. Okay, back to the story. So $50 a week worth of apples, right? The apples originally cost $100 per week. You have a lot of apples. But you get them for $50 a week because you work at pavilions. That's the benefit. 
it makes sense to buy fifty dollars $50 a week worth of apples because you really love them, and it would normally cost you $100. Now, what if Pavilion said, Ari, you can have Fuji apples for $1 for the price of $100. I, Ari, you can literally have $100 worth of apples for a dollar. Well, I would definitely take that. That's a great deal. I'm giving you a dollar, I get $100 worth of apples, and I love them. Great. Now let's think about it like this. Apples in the grocery store are now going to be replaced by Apple stock. In pavilions, well, that's going to be the entire stock market. If you're invested in Apple, pavilions is going to be all the stocks available in the market. So think about it like this. If you're invested in Apple stock, you're being given the chance to buy stock, Apple stock, at $1 a share that would originally cost $128 a share. This is today's price from the damn recording. So $100 worth in the story above, but $128 a share. So I keep following with me. I know I know it's getting a little interesting, but I think you'll find the real value in this. Pavilions is just all of the stocks available. There's tons of investments out there, tons of companies, just like there's tons of fruits and vegetables, meat, bread to pick from. But because you work for the Apple company or Apple stock, you get the chance to buy either Fuji apples in the grocery store or in this example, Apple stock. So back to the options. In the case of Apple stock, instead of paying $128 a share for one share of Apple stock, an Apple employee with stock options may have the chance to buy 10 shares at a dollar for each of those shares. So that's $127 less than the actual price. As you can tell, this would be great. If you were given options because your price was $1 a share, way lower than $128 a share, imagine if you had 10,000 shares given to you as an Apple employee. You could generate significantly more income than if you simply bought the same shares at $128 a share because just like in the grocery store example, that same those same apples that you used to have to pay $100 for, well, now they're a dollar. And imagine Fuji apples could increase. Imagine Fuji apples cost $100 today and you have the chance to buy them for a dollar, but in a year from now, those apples now cost $300. Well, look at the intrinsic value, the value that's been increased. Well, it used to be $100 a week, of which you, you had the option to buy it for a dollar. That's $99, which called in the money. Well, now it's worth $300 and you can still buy it for a dollar. That's the benefit of a stock option. It's now $299 in the money and it's just a beautiful thing. Now, this is the basic principle behind stock options. You have the right to buy X shares at a lower price than everyone else. Now, sometimes companies say early on, we'll give you the option to exercise a purchase of the stock at $5 a share, but the stock never goes past $5 a share. Well then, essentially the stock options are useless. A pension might have been a, a better option if they would have uh, offered that to you, that company, but why would you pay five, think about it like this, why would you pay $5 a share for something that's worth $3 a share? So let's bring it back to real world talk. That's like paying $5 for ice cream that they're selling for $3, only because you think that the ice cream is going to rise in value over time. That makes no sense. I'm only paying for $5 ice cream the minute you tell me ice cream costs $5.01. I want a discount. These are the basic principles behind how stock options work. 
on a simple level. But companies offer stock options to attract prospective employees and to retain, to retain current employees. Gives an employee the possibility of owning a company at a discount rate compared to buying it at the market price. So once again, real world, if you know you want to eat a lot of ice cream, you may as well think about getting a job at a salt and straw, my favorite spot in Venice, or Little Calf, the best ice cream in Westlake Village, no debate needed. Because if you already are having ice cream every day, I hope, one, you don't have diabetes, and two, you could be getting ice cream a lot cheaper with the employee discount. If you really loved ice cream, just get a job there. So that's what stock options are, a fancy term for employee discount. Obviously, there are additional complications and tax strategies to stock options, but in general, that's how they work in real-world terms. So I hope that was helpful, and you guys all have a great week. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Personal Finance Redefined Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe and let me know if there's anything in particular you would like me to discuss by submitting a question at personalfinanceredefined.co. That's personalfinanceredefined.co. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next time. Hey everyone, quick disclaimer here. Please be smart about this, and before taking any action, consult with your tax planner or financial planner. Nothing in this podcast should be construed as investment, tax, legal, or other financial advice. It's for informational purposes only.